My friends, welcome. Well, suddenly even the president of the United States is talking about looming food shortages. With regard to food shortage, yes, we did re- re- talk about food shortages. And, uh, and it's going to be real. The, the price of these sanctions is not just imposed upon Russia. It's imposed upon an awful lot of countries as well, including European countries and our country as well. Yep, and it's not just Biden. His climate czar, John Kerry, is also talking about how the food production capacity for hundreds of millions of people is about to collapse. We're already seeing climate refugees around the world. If you think migration has been a problem in Europe from the Syrian war, or even from what we see now, when you see 100 million people for whom the entire food production capacity has collapsed? Almost like it's part of the script. Of course it was. Remember the food chain reaction game. Why are they announcing this now? And moreover, what effect do you think it will have when the President of the United States stands up and says, we're running out of food? Naturally, some number of people are going to rush to the store and frantically try and get whatever they can. Now, this is not prepping. In fact, it's the opposite of prepping. It means they didn't prepare, and now they're freaking out and they're panic buying, which gives retailers the perfect cover story, the perfect excuse for why they will need to institute Uh, purchase limits, and ultimately food rationing. Food rationing, which, as I'll detail, according to a response to a FOIA request I'm put into the EU, uh, will be tied to big data systems, meaning it's going to be a digital ID that allows you to buy food. They need perfect data so that they can track this food crisis, is what they told me. And that means that it won't just be you only get two chickens every time you go to the store. It will mean, where's your food passport? The vaccine passport, people didn't really go for it as much as we wanted, but now that we're out of food, everyone is going to be on board with this food passport because you're going to need it to go to the grocery store. That's what they mean when they say big data is our answer to the looming food crisis. Why are they announcing this now? Well, they really had no option, right? As I've been covering, we're at the leap-off point for the food scarcity agenda going forward. You even have farmers in Germany warning that we only have a few weeks of eggs left, according to epochtimes.de here. German egg supply can no longer be secured from the summer, quote, from summer 2022 at the latest. The supply of eggs can no longer be guaranteed. There is an existential fear among farmers because we're no longer able to get soy from Ukraine, and so we're running out of animal feed. And if you can't feed your chickens, we're not going to get eggs. So you see how this is very quickly spiraling out of control. And of course, as nations shut down their exports and try and cling to whatever food they have, it's not just the German Poultry Association that's running out of animal feed. That is merely an exemplar of the complete collapse of modern agriculture as we've known it and as is currently feeding the majority, the vast majority of people on this planet. So I want to talk today about a couple of the latest attacks on that agricultural system, including these forever chemicals, PFAS, which there's suddenly a huge amount of media coverage about. They are shutting down farms across many states because these farms made the terrible mistake of applying biosludge, sewage, Uh, from municipalities onto their farms, and they called it organic at the time. It's just a terrible lie that was perpetrated to these organic farmers who, I'm sorry to say, put bio-sludge on their crops, and sure enough, it's contaminated with these PFAS, which are causing cancer and all sorts of things. So now, suddenly, suddenly, out of nowhere, they are realizing this, running around, shutting down farms, 
and that's a further blow to the to the food system. And also bird flu, which is being detected across the nation. And before I even get into that, let me just say, even here at the outset, that the way this is happening is using PCR tests. So the government is running around giving PCR tests to birds, ginning up these false positives wherever they want, not just in industrial agriculture, but in people's backyard flocks, and then saying, oh, sorry, you've got bird flu here. We have to kill your chickens, and we have to kill chickens for miles around, using those PCR tests to shut down people's backyard flocks. In fact, this is not just in the U.S. Of course, it's been happening in in, uh, the EU as well, where it's being described as the worst epidemic ever of its kind to hit Europe. We just can't seem to contain the bird flu epidemic. Try as we might, the PCR tests just keep coming back positive, so we just have to kill a few million more birds. Uh, It's complete insanity, and this is the latest... Uh, weaponization of germ theory to take out our food supply. So I want to talk about that as well, and including uh, a FOIA response I got from the UK government about how they're gassing chickens because, hey, just following orders. That's That's what our guidelines say to do when there's a bird flu PCR test that comes back positive. In fact, that's why there's no more free-range birds in the UK because the government forced people to move them all inside. So the attacks are off the charts on the food production right now. It's not Putin and climate change. As this channel has documented for years now, this has been a calculated, systematic attack on farming and ranching and all methods of food production. And telling you that animals are dirty and dangerous and we can't possibly continue animal agriculture. That's why the World Economic Forum wants a post-animal economy. Uh, And even that gardens are dangerous, that you shouldn't be able to save seeds. We just saw yesterday, Montana's Department of Agriculture say, be careful when you plant seeds. Don't use seeds from your garden or from other people. Make sure to only use uh, licensed dealers and nurseries. Only if you buy it from Monsanto is it safe. You can't save seeds. So they are attacking on all fronts right now. And I will then end this video stepping way back and saying everything we're seeing and all of the pain that this collapse in food production is about to cause may actually be a good thing to the extent that it is exactly what is needed to wake people up, right? Bread in circuses is how you keep the masses asleep and they're taking away the bread. So this is our opportunity, just you and me, the 300,000 people subscribed to this channel and the 100,000 on Telegram at t.me slash IceAgeFarmer. I just crossed both of those milestones yesterday. Thank you for helping grow this channel. You guys give me hope, because if there are hundreds of thousands of people having this conversation, knowing what's going on, that these are deliberate attacks perpetrated on our ability as humans to cultivate our own food, then we can put a stop to this. Then they're not going to get away with it. And if you haven't watched my interview with Dr. Frédéric Leroy about uh, the history of... He speaks... He's a professor, and he speaks with academic precision to the history of and the way now it's being executed, this corporate hostile takeover of human food production. So I highly encourage you to check that out. So there is your executive summary. Now let's talk in a little bit more detail about all the things I just enumerated. I'm Christian, and this is the Ice Age Farmer Broadcast. And here from the epochtimes.de, German eggs supply can no longer be secure as of this summer. The German egg industry is speaking of a red alert from summer 22 at the latest. 
the supply of eggs can no longer be guaranteed. This is just a matter of weeks away from now, ladies and gentlemen. There's a sheer existential fear among farmers because the prices for animal feed have more than doubled in a very short amount of time. GMO-free soy is hard to come by, and so many keepers are no longer restalling. Not restocking these birds means that there are fewer laying hens available to lay eggs, and that means we may not have eggs as soon as a few weeks from now. Quote, we would love to continue providing people in Germany with eggs, but... This now requires the will to make decisions and change on the part of politicians and retailers. A will which, as we've seen, has not been there. They are refusing to change any of the CAP, the Common Agricultural Policy, that was part of the EU's farm-to-fork program, even as they say there's a looming food crisis and we're going to need perfect big data to track it all. So that political willpower is not there because they want this crisis. They need it to bring in the next level of control and digital IDs for food rationing. Now moving on to the PFAS. Again, this should be many videos off to its own. There are innumerable family farms being lost right now, being shut down because they're being found as highly toxic. Quote, I don't know how we'll survive. There are farmers facing ruin in America's forever chemicals crisis. Maine is being covered in this article. It's one of the hotbeds for it. A disaster from PFAS contaminated produce is causing farms to close and farmers to face the loss of their livelihoods. One example, Songberg Farms, who has 17 acres, was struck by disaster in December when the couple learned that the farm's previous owner had used decades ago, guys, decades ago, this PFAS-tainted sewage sludge, or biosolids, as fertilizer. Subsequent chemical testing revealed that their soil, drinking water, irrigation water, crops, chickens, and blood, their blood was in them as well, were contaminated with high levels of these toxic chemicals. We recalled our projects, uh, products and we shut down our operation, and now we are hosed. This has flipped everything about our lives on its heads. It's devastating, right? Not mincing words here. Now, going on, Maine is hardly alone. Like I said, this is happening across the U.S. right now. They're finding more contamination because they're doing more testing. All sludge contains some level of PFAS, and farms across the United States have increasingly used the substance as fertilizer in recent decades. I don't know how anyone ever was convinced that this was a good idea, but uh, but that biosludge contained ridiculous levels of toxic industrial byproducts and now is being used as an excuse to shut down the farms. They literally salted the land, right? I mean, this is what the Romans did when they took out their enemies. They salted the land to kill off the farms, to kill off food production, so that they would be able to control these populations. That is what has been done to farms across the United States using these forever chemicals. It's exactly salting the land is exactly what's happened. Many other states are going to face what Maine is, is facing now. I literally saw one article that said, but hey, this is actually, maybe maybe we'll find a way to repurpose these old far, organic farms as solar farms for our new green renewable future. Uh, so a lot of, you know, there's been a slew of media coverage, hun literally hundreds of articles, even just in the last few days, about these forever chemicals and how they're in everything and we need to regulate them. You've got Democratic congressmen standing up and saying, we really need to regulate forever chemicals. We have to get right on this and cut off their use. Um... That might sound like it's a good idea for farms, and it, I mean, clearly stop putting bio sludge on your crops for crying out loud, 
But when you look more into why would these Democratic congressmen suddenly be saying we need to regulate these chemicals, well, it's because PFAS are, as you can see here from the American Chemistry Council, an essential part of America's supply chain. So if you promptly regulate these, it is yet another nail in the coffin of the way that things have been working, right? They're, they're pulling the rug out from all of us. They're trying, at least. Um, if we all start growing food today, we can ameliorate some of these effects, right? What if they threw an apocalypse and no one came? <laughs> that's, that's the idea. We still have the power to really move the needle on how this crisis is going to affect us. But, uh, you know, this, this article talks about how if you, if you do this poorly, if you just regulate PFAS and take everything out, then you're going to cause a collapse. Any one of these things we talk about could cause a collapse. And ladies and gentlemen, they're going for all of them. They're going full bore on this agenda right now. Now let's talk briefly. Again, th there's so much more to that story and I wish I had time to get into it. Bird flu is another one that's being used to shut down uh, poultry operations across the United States, which is of course the world's number one exporter of poultry, number two producer. And uh, you can see here, the latest article, this is just yesterday, 570,000 more chickens are going to be destroyed in Nebraska to fight against bird flu. And like I said in the uh, summary up front, all of the tests, you can read, it is the PCR test that is being used for avian influenza detection since the early 2000s for surveillance outbreaks and for research. So anytime you read these headlines about, oh, we've got a bird flu outbreak, we think it might be because of these migratory, no, no, they're just running the same piece, it's the same scam. It's the same piece, faulty PCR test which the inventor said can't be used for diagnosis. It's being used now to kill off people's chickens. All right? And I put in that FOIA request to the UK where they unambiguously responded, yeah, we were killing people's chickens. We were walking around Kent using containerized gassing units as our preferred method of depopulating poultry operations. Well, now that's happening in the United States as well. And you can see from the USDA's own site that this is happening. Delaware, Michigan, Maine, New York, Indiana, South Carolina, and on and on. It's not just in the U.S. All of these press releases, by the way, briefly, all of these press releases are exactly the same. They just changed the name of the state where it's been detected. And here's what it says. State officials have quarantined the affected premises and birds on the property will be depopulated to prevent the spread of the disease. It's not just... Big poultry producers, it's small backyard operations. This is your birds. And I will again emphasize, because I want it to be so abundantly clear, the government is walking around doing faulty PCR tests and killing off your chickens. That's, where, that's, that's, just, that's how far we are down this attack on our food supply. I hope that's... I, I can't make it any clearer. I'm trying. Uh, it's not just in the U.S., we just saw from the UK that they've been doing this for years now. In fact, they're so far gone there that they have pushed all of their chickens indoors because to fight bird flu. You can't keep your chickens outdoors. There are birds up there. They might be dropping avian influenza on there. So you have to put your birds indoors or we'll kill them. And we might kill them anyway if we come by with a PCR test. But for now, there's no such thing as free-range eggs anymore. In the UK... Because they're all inside now. That's how you change food production. Virtually overnight. 
So in the, it's happening across the EU as well. You can read here about the Netherlands, which has already disposed of 1.5 million chickens, ducks, and turkeys in a vain attempt. That's right, it doesn't work. None of, none of these pandemic measures ever work, but we'll keep killing chickens and doing more PCR tests anyway. Uh, we've found more. We're going to kill another 77,000. We just killed a quarter million there and another 200,000 over there. It's really mad madness. Uh, some media outlets have described this H5N1 situation as, quote, the worst epidemic of its kind ever to hit Europe. One such outbreak of bird flu happened at a Tyson facility uh, in Kentucky, and that was a cause of another quarter million chickens to be gassed there. You can see here, it says directly, this threatens the U.S. poultry industry. Infections in chickens have triggered more restrictions on U.S. exports. This is critical. Because it also, it's not just that they kill the chickens, it also means that other countries stop importing chickens because they don't want the bird flu to come in. So China stops buying Kentucky chickens, and then China and Korea have limited poultry purchases from Indiana, and all those other states we saw. This was a little bit before some of these other states. So this also puts more stoppage into the global food supply chain, which is in total disarray right now. Birds from the infected flock will be cold. They will not enter the food system. Yep, that protein is gone now. Now, even though this happened at a Tyson plant, well, it didn't affect them at all. In fact, Tyson <laughs> was more than happy to soar to record highs on the equity market because of the price of meat going up so high. Oh, oh you thought that money was going back to the farmers to compensate them for the rapidly increasing price of animal feed? No, Tyson just keeps it. They keep it. Stock of Tyson Foods is soaring 9%, hitting all-time highs, and one of the best-performing companies after the company reported blowout earnings thanks to passing on surging food prices. Tyson gets to keep that money, not the farmers. So all of this is why the World Economic Forum is uh, rapidly delivering on their promises for insect protein. They just put out a bunch of media this past weekend saying you're going to have to eat the bugs and insect larvae. This is their roadmap for replacing protein and moving to the post-animal economy. I feel like we've talked about that enough, so let's put that aside. I will just briefly say that this bird flu story gets even more interesting to the extent that it ties into the Ukraine biolabs where Russia claims that it found engineered strains of bird flu that could kill 50% of humanity if they were released. That 50% number matches exactly with the predictive programming that I've covered here before, where scientists say an apocalyptic bird flu could wipe out half of humanity. Now, whether you believe that they developed that and the Russians found it, or this is all part of uh, an evolving narrative which will see them release this bird flu, and then they'll have to kill off all chickens all over the world. You know, this, this could clearly spiral in any number of directions. And I don't really want to touch that right now. We don't even need to move into high-octane speculation mode today. The, uh, all of this is part of this insane narrative about animals being dirty and dangerous. Uh, we've seen Hong Kong killing off hamsters because COVID-19 was found using the PCR test. Again, this is all, it's all fraudulent. We saw them talking about deer with uh, COVID-19, prion disease. We've seen the, the rabbit Ebola reported. We've seen Denmark eliminate millions of ferrets. We saw zoo animals being killed off. Uh, and of course, COVID-19 being blamed on a meat market. All of this noise around how it's, we just, it's, it's too dangerous to live with animals anymore. Never mind that we've done that for all of humanity's history. 
Now we need to divorce ourselves from nature. That's exactly what the technocrats want to do to build their transhuman future, is to get us away from all that has been uh, making humanity what it was. It's just humanity 2.0 doesn't interface with nature. It doesn't eat real food. It eats food 2.0. All this is, is part of that same narrative. And it's not a stretch to say this extends to gardening as well. As I covered at the outset, Montana just put out a press release saying, be careful with those heirloom seeds. Be careful when you save your seeds. You don't know that they might become poisonous. Montana Department of Agriculture says, use caution when you plant seeds. <laughs> the most human uh, behavior ever, planting seeds. And they're saying, careful, guys, it's, it's too dangerous. Montana Department of Agriculture says, only use seeds from licensed dealers and nurseries. And if you remember, I said that this would happen when we saw the um, mystery seeds from China PSYOP. That was a complete seed false flag to make this case that, oh, maybe China's sending us dangerous seeds and you should only plant seeds. Amazon shut down their sale of internationally sourced seeds. And so it was starting to set this narrative. And now you see it evolving. Oh, seeds can be dangerous. Make sure you don't take seeds from your neighbor. Only get it from Monsanto. This evolves into the eventually into the criminalization of gardening because it's too dangerous. You can't keep animals. What about the bird flu? You can't go hunting. What about the 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 deer with COVID? You can't plant a garden. It might be poisonous seeds. It's it's complete control over the food system. And if you need that reinforced further, I highly encourage you to go check out this interview with Dr. Frederic Leroy, who, like I said, with academic precision, goes through the genesis of how we got here with these people who have, for multiple generations, planned this takeover of food production, planned to invert the whole paradigm of farms feeding people. No, they will be lab-grown meat created in the cities that is feeding the smart cities going forward. So stepping way back and taking a few breaths because the last thing I want this video to do is inspire fear. That's what they want. They want you to be afraid of cyber attacks and food shortages and bird apocalyptic bird flu. They are pushing hard on the fear right now because the fear keeps you trapped down here. It literally cuts off access to your higher cognitive functions. And right now, we need to be imagining a better future. These things are the last attacks of the vestiges of a dying control system. They know their time is up. And they are desperately trying to squeeze the human spirit into a cage. But that's not how it works. That's only going to make this awakening accelerate. And yes, they are doing a lot of damage right now. Right? I'm not going to pretend that the danger isn't real and that the suffering isn't real. There's plenty of that to go around. But I don't want to dwell on that because we have important work to do. We need to do an honest assessment of how we became so dependent on such deeply toxic, self-destructive systems and then resolve to better discern and divorce ourselves from them for the rest of time. If we just freak out and run to the store and try and buy more, we will fail forward into the agenda of the technocrats. That is, that is not the way forward here. The way forward is to step back and imagine a better future. 
and then go build it. You can't do that when you're paralyzed by fear. The future, and, and I'll tell you, the, the way we did it is we allowed way too much centralization and then that centralized system became insanely perfectly corrupt, Com- which is to say completely corrupt, right? Decentralization then is the key moving forward. This is truly the make-it-or-break-it moment for humanity. At the end of the Kali Yuga, as the magnetosphere wanes and the solar cycles, and the, you know, there's a reason all of this is happening all at once. There's more going on than the technocrats would, would like us to think. So stay present with it, and don't be afraid, and keep imagining and building a better future for our children. You guys give me hope. So thank you for that, and thank you for spreading the word about this broadcast and about the Telegram group at t.me slash farmer off of which there are a number of channels about mushroom growing and home brewing and bird, keeping birds and every, every, a ton of stuff, canning, check it out. There's, it's really grown on there, and I love it. love that there's always constant conversation about people imagining a better future. That's the whole idea here. So join us there. You can find this report and all my reports on iceagefarmer.com. If you value this broadcast, if you appreciate this information, help me keep it running. You can do that a few different ways listed at iceagefarmer.com support, including patreon.com iceagefarmer, and I very genuinely appreciate your help. Thanks for watching, folks. Let's go build a better future.